Hey, you want to pull out this guy's tooth? I was just gripped with fear. Hostile person, mean person. I thought I wasted so much time. This guy's going to know I'm a total idiot. Everything that I had done I thought was pointless. Whatever you don't balance is going to get out whack. My biggest struggle with Christianity, I might be offending the Father God. I had to find my own faith. Everything changes. I love the scripture that says you're the salt of the earth. Every environment that my children go into, I want that environment to be different. I want it to leave a different taste, a different aroma. And I want them to really know that they have the power and the authority of God to leave places, environments, people better than they were when he got there. Primary goal number one is to try to transfer that faith to them. This is Phil Christian. He is almost six. This is Camila Rose. And she is almost four. They have football, they have soccer, they have games, practices. What's your favorite sport? Oh, on Thursday he scored three touchdowns. Mama, my friend is swimming lessons. And Mira's in swimming lessons right now, and she's doing so good. We are an active family. We do everything together. Yeah, we're very active, whether it be going to games and practices or the fair, anything that involves wearing them out, basically. My daughter is extremely patient, and she spends a lot of time with the kids. She brings God to the table, to their bedtime. When they get up in the morning, they pray together. They always eat at the table, together as a family. They pray and eat, and then a lot of communication. We have this thing every day where we do what's your best and worst part of the day. And every day my children will tell us the best part and the worst part and the worst part. And at the beginning he's like, well, I don't want to know their worst part. We don't want to talk about it. And I said, well, that's just for them to be able to share something that they wouldn't share with us any other way. And they're able to say so-and-so was mean to me or so-and-so did this. And, and we're able to turn those into teachable moments. Best part, worst part, Camila, you start. We're having a whole family today. Oh. I think it's important to just make sure that you make time for those moments. Then my kids get out of school around 3.30ish. I know that I have to work really hard during the day because my day ends a little bit earlier. She knows that at 3 o'clock she stops. And it's family time. You have to tell me all about your day. And then one thing I pray for as a, as a mom, I pray to be able to discern their gifts. I want to see what they're good at. I want to see their strengths, their weaknesses. I want to discern that. And I, I pray for spiritual eyes to have a better understanding of what those are. My wife is incredible. She is a leader. She is so evangelical. I think he's the greatest pioneering, visionary, risk taker, brilliant, faith-filled man I've ever met. And I think he's just such a focused individual in his walk with God. He walks the walk and he talks the talk. He, he will spend time in the Word. He continues to grow, to be fed. I think he is the best husband I would have ever wanted for my daughter. They have God in their hearts. They're very giving, very generous people that always think about others. A lot of the things that they've received as child in their childhood, they're transferring it to their youngsters now, to their own children. 
So I was born in Laredo, Texas, small town on the border to Mexico and the U.S. I was raised Catholic, actually. I had the best parents in the world, and we went to Episcopalian Church. My dad actually wrote parenting books. He is the model parent. I would go down when I was a teenager and see him meditating and praying in the library, and I would just be like, God, this guy is incredible. My journey as a, a, a believer in Christ was a little slower because I hadn't read the New Testament. In fact, I became more obsessed with the Old Testament. And my biggest struggle with Christianity was I fear God so much, I'm worried that if I believe in Jesus, that I might be offending the Father God. My mom had always had such incredible faith. I mean, she's a devout, devout Christian, loves Jesus with her whole heart. I always felt a closeness to him, but I wouldn't really nurture that relationship with him. I didn't have a very intimate relationship with him. In high school, I had a dentist that was a mentor to me, and he was always encouraging me to be a dentist, but I wasn't the smartest kid in school. I, I was kind of middle of my class. It wasn't until he convinced me to go on a mission trip with him to Romania that I really felt called to be a dentist. We were in Romania for about a week, and I was his assistant. And he said, hey, you want to pull out this guy's tooth? And I was like, that'd be amazing. When I got done pulling that tooth, my dad was with me. I turned around. I was like, this was better than holding, hitting a hole in one. Like, this is the best feeling I've ever had. This is what I want to do the rest of my life. All I knew growing up was that I wanted to help people. I didn't know what that looked like. And in my limited frame of, of thinking and, and rationalizing, I thought, well, great, I'll be a nurse. Four years later, I was getting close to my graduation. I started wondering if that was what I was supposed to do with my life. Am I really, truly supposed to be a nurse? And I can remember meeting with my advisor. They said, Sabrina, you need to make sure that this is what you want to do for the rest of your life. And I think that rest of your life part really hit me. And in that moment, I was just gripped with fear. I don't think I was called to be a nurse. I never for a second really thought I was going to get into dental school. It's just a miracle from start to finish. In fact, my tutor in chemistry was in my class, and I was all insecure. I was like, this guy's going to know I'm a total idiot. So I hop in organic chemistry, and I make an A+, and I was totally blown away. I had to find my own faith. I had to really learn to have a relationship for myself. God pulled every heartstring that he could and said, I want more of you. I want to speak to you. I want to know you. I want you to know me. It became a true desire to get closer to God. And I felt a very clear guidance that I was supposed to pursue business. She comes back and she says, Mom, I'm going to get my master's degree. And she starts going to school. I get now understand that the Bible is it's a gift to us. We're fortunate that we're able to read it. We're four, I thought it was a, a, a more of an obligation. I didn't realize that it was so simple as God just wants to give you this to be able to give you the, your manual for life. And I started realizing what's for me, not what's a good good idea, good option, good, good decision, but what is particularly, uniquely, precisely, specifically for you. And everything just started making sense. The biggest leap for me was going from a God-fearing person to a believer. And that didn't happen, I think, until uh, after I got married, to be honest. Being motivated to read the Word was something that me and my wife had talked about doing. And then one day we just made the decision, like, we are going to read that Bible cover to cover. And I got to see the, the New Testament come alive. Reading the Word is really what changed my life. It took me from a hostile person to a peaceful person to a, from a almost mean person to a loving person. I thought I wasted so much time. I thought everything that I had done in the medical field, I thought was pointless. But I had no idea that eventually it would lead me to what I'm doing now. We own a dental company, 
and I'm able to use a lot of my business expertise to expand and help and contribute at Mint. God really cares about every single detail, and he was so precise in my training, nothing was wasted. I wasn't number one in my class. I was barely top half of my high school, but I definitely lived on faith that if this was God's plan for me, he would make it happen, and he made it happen in droves. I know that when God calls you to a job, he also knows that you're going to love that job, and I love being a dentist. You know, the scripture where he says he chooses the, the foolish of the world to, it's just crazy what he will do. I'm so humbled I'm the, I'm that he the chooses foolish of us. the world. We're at just over 50 offices. We're in an expansion phase. We're growing. Right now in this season, I've been working on all the interiors. I wake up every day just so humbled that we get to do this because God has given us access to people through this incredible platform and through this business. He's allowed us to really just pray over people, pray over our patients. We pray over our patients, our employees, their staffs, all their families. Everything connected to Mint is prayed over on a daily basis. And I think that's incredible that God trusted us to do that, to really just grow heaven on earth in our little piece of the world, our little corner that we have. We're trying our best to really infuse the Holy Spirit into every office. Every office is covered in prayer. I have a 12 o'clock noon prayer, and I really protect that time. We just know that this is a huge responsibility that we have, not only to heal people physically, but also emotionally and spiritually. And so it's just been incredible to, to watch that journey unfold. Our goal is to be able to, to be more of Him, try to do everything I can to use my business as Jesus' boat, to let him be the star of it. And this is our way of taking church outside the four walls of church, taking everything that we learn on a daily basis when we go to church and take it and actually apply those principles into the marketplace. But I used to compartmentalize my life. I used to think that my spiritual life was one and my work life was another. They're one and the same. There's so many people that might never step foot into a church, that might never open up a Bible, but you will be all the Bible that they ever see. We're called to be leaders as believers and as Christians, if we can capture His Holy Spirit and we can harness it, focus it, and speak it, then we are gonna be reflections of Him. My main purpose in life is to push people closer into God's presence because I have experienced that. That is my main passion. To, I want everybody to feel that because your life is never, ever, ever the same. My priorities are my family, my work. You have to balance being a parent and your work. And if you don't balance it, then whatever you don't balance is gonna get out whack. Your time with them has to be engaged. They want to make eye contact. They wanna to speak to you. They wanna hear you. They wanna converse with you. It's hard for working parents, but you have to set aside whatever you can set aside, but read the word. I've been praying over my daughter that she just developed her own spiritual language. And, and now she's starting to pray on her own and it came from her just watching us, observing. And, and my son who's five told me and her, she, he said, God told me not to, to fight other kids at school. I wish I could take credit for him not fighting other kids at school, but I have nothing to do with it. There are so many questions that I have. The Bible, that is truly I mean, it is my manual for life. 
the word is what changes people. And until you really consume the word and read it for yourself, it's really hard to really believe because you don't know what you're believing until you get the whole breadth of it. It's special, it's powerful, it's life-changing. Sharing Noah's Ark and, and Jonah and the Whale and David and Goliath and getting deep into those stories in a way that they understand and they actually start realizing that the word is alive to teach us and train us and mold us and shape us. And when they start realizing the power of the word, there's something very powerful that is rooted in them. And it's a transformative process as you go through that Bible cover to cover because it's changing you, it's challenging you, and it's, it's really building your faith up so much that you don't even know what to do with it. You have a different kind of um, endurance. The things that used to affect you don't affect you anymore. Your, your perspective of everything changes. You are the role model. The kids are going to do exactly how you do. The first teacher is you. Maybe two weeks ago, she's like, Mom, let's talk. And I said, okay, what do you want to talk about? She said, mm, let's talk about Jesus. I was thrilled. My goal is just to be better at loving people and to do, honestly, to just do more for the kingdom. You only dream of your kids having greater faith than you have, greater miracles, greater uh, resilience, and greater testimony. And I think that's what we're hoping. And, and just by being consistent and doing it, Every single day of our lives, God is first. And I think that He is the most perfect, 99.9999999% perfect human being <laughs> in this entire world. That doesn't mean our marriage is perfect, but that means He is 99.9999% perfect. <laughs> well, my wife is 100% perfect. <laughs> <laughs> No, she... God is love, and love comes from God. In 1 John, the Bible tells us that God is not only all-loving, but that He actually is love itself. The heart of the Parent Compass television show is to bring the transforming love of God to families everywhere. In every Parent Compass episode, true stories reveal family struggles and how their lives were radically changed by the love of God. Parent Compass, an award-winning television series, is completely funded by people like you. If you have been touched by God and you want to share God's love to others, would you please pass it on? Jesus tells us to go into all the world and to tell about Him. With your donation, you allow us to take this television show into many different nations and in many different languages, free of charge. And a portion of your donation goes to Parent Compass Outreach to feed starving children. Your gift does so much. To make your tax-deductible gift, go to parentcompass.tv forward slash donate. That's parentcompass.tv forward slash donate. And thank you for sending love and hope around the world.